0: And now, Touch My Bass Productions presents The Shootout with Bill Blanchard. And now, part two of our exclusive sit down with James Houston.
1: Yeah, they like that storyline. They, yeah, decision. Me, you, and I believe I think it was. Uh, Jay in the ring too I guess I don't, I don't fucking remember right yeah I, I was the tiebreaker yeah it was you, you you're gonna give it give the, let CJ win it him and Caleb are gonna uh, have another match and then we'll do another one with you in it and you'll win and da 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 and next time I got Taylor cracking me in the back of the head with a fucking belt what the, what the fuck was that Oh, now now we're going to change it. You and you and Taylor are going to have a, a hardcore match, and then y'all are going to trade the belt back and forth. And I'm like, okay, so it sounds like we're actually you know making progress, storyline progression. Yeah, I'm not going to hold my breath. Yeah, we had the one match. I get backstage. It's, it coming if it had come from a guy that does hardcore, yeah, it it make sense. But somebody got in the back. and Oh, that fucking sucked. That was stupid. Excuse me, but you're going to my dick. You're not out there doing that. I mean, there, 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 any, there was a couple good spots, but other than that, it's a fucking hardcore match. There's only supposed to be a couple good spots, and you beat the dog shit out of your opponent. Exactly. I mean, shit. You look at, look at Tommy Dreamer's matches. They're fucking... They're fucking... Most of them are just looking violent, but yet there's a couple spots where you're like, well, shit, okay, wow, damn. Like the, uh, like the, uh, I quit match with C.W. Anderson.
0: Uh. Uh-huh.
1: Dreamer put the fucking, Dreamer we knew had a bad shoulder. C.W. Anderson hits that damn arm, uh, oh, well, bitch. what was it he fucking did? It was, a, it was a modified single-arm DDT, like a shoulder buster or something. Dreamer had his arm in a fucking chair and did that. Yeah, it was a, hard, it was a wrestling maneuver, but you add the chair to it, you've got a more impactful idea. You do that with some wrestling moves for an effect, and then I get backstage and somebody chew my foot Well, that, that was fucking stupid. That sucked. Excuse me, who the fuck are you again? How long have you been doing that? Sit the fuck down and shut up. And I mean, it's one thing if somebody, hey, off to, pull off to the side, you know, hey, next time I need, I need to try to do this, a little less of that, but you go bust me out in front of the locker room, sit down, Junior, shut the fuck up.
0: Damn straight.
1: And then, then the tape somehow fucking is distorted or something and the match it not become on through on the tape and they want us to do it again? Really? You, you want us to fucking do that again? You yeah, we want to do it Okay. How about this? How about we schedule a show during the fucking day instead of doing it at night? Which was another... Stupid ass idea. But did the deal, did the rematch ever happen? No.
0: No, it didn't. Should have. We did
1: have. Oh, fuck yeah, it should have. But then we have another match, but yet they throw two other guys in the match, and then they manage to fuck up the finish. What match so is this? A, what's that? What match is this? This was a uh, uh, tribute show we were having for uh, two fallen members of the family.
0: I call it BAM and... Uh, yes. Jace yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't able okay. to be
1: there for I, that
0: the, one. The, the,
1: the finish, everybody knows the fucking frog splash is a finish move. Exactly. You do not kick out of that motherfucker unless I tell you to. And then you got to got it. And it, this is just This is just Houston's opinion You know Fucking Try the motherfucker on If it fits you Might fucking wear it. I don't know But a guy that probably Shouldn't have been In the ring to begin with Because he He's got a He had a concept That just never fucking Made it to the mountain If that makes any sense On what to do in the ring And which rusher was this? I'm not. I'm not going to drop a name. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, that's just not me. I'm not going. to... If you know who you are, good. If you don't, tough kitty. I got you. Anyway, Taylor was pinning uh, another worker in the ring. I hit the frog splash. Supposed to be a double pin. Luckily, and this was a this guy that I was. I'm referring to. Has wrestled many shows. He knew my move. He knew what the deal was. And we had a rookie ref. If the ref hadn't have made his point, the whole thing would have been just fucked up. I mean, very rarely did you see somebody kick out a Guerrero's frog, frog Splash or Van Damme.
0: Very rare.
1: And if it did, it was for a specific reason.
0: Hell, I think the only tanker is the only one I've ever seen kick out of Eddie Guerrero with Frog Splash he hit mm-hmm. on the in 2004 Armageddon.
1: I believe Taker did it, and I do believe uh, Malenko did it back at WCW one time.
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember.
1: But not only does that makes you look fucking retarded, but it makes that finishing move just fucking like, wow, really? That's all it took to kick out of that?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, cut me a fucking break.
0: I've said it many times over Russell's a cutthroat in his business, and some people are only interested in looking out for themselves and not thinking about what's good oh, yeah. for the product, what's good for the promotion. They're only thinking about themselves. I mean, perfect example, the whole situation with Wolfgar, which really... I am mean, going to do a podcast on it later on, but, you know, it, that whole scenario still just dis- discusses me when someone comes out in the ring and says, well, I don't want someone so short, so I'm not going to sell for the big man. According- Everybody's been putting Wolfgang over. He's been this superhuman monster, you know, and this guy comes in the ring injured because I hurt his leg earlier in the night, but yet... Yeah, no. oh, this guy's having a fifteen twenty minute match, which should have been over within five to seven minutes. He's coming in there oh, yeah. and against the guy a hundred percent. Where is the Where is the psychology part of it at? You're going, you're ring ringing limping. You know, against a freaking monster heel, he should be able to destroy you easily. But yeah, oh yeah, you're worried about yourself. It, you're worried about your image. You know, yeah,
1: that should have been just a fucking squash.
0: Yeah, it should have been.
1: You know, I mean you. I mean, there's so much stupid shit that makes no that made absolutely no fucking sense. Sometimes, I mean, it's just fucking ridiculous.
0: I agree, I agree. But, was there anything positive we can talk about? <laughs> talk about? I mean, I know we've gone on like forty forty three minutes. But I told I told my producer I asked for extended time, and he, he agreed because you're a special guest. I mean, no. What was, your well, favorite got, question. what was your favorite match? So you got like, you, went, you you know, you kicked the ass in it. The crowd loved it. A lot of good blood in it. I mean, what was one of your all-time favorite matches?
1: Well, me and you ranks right up there because I, I distinctly remember the show before. You come out there and you're like, oh, what was it you said? Oh, I made a I made a smart-ass comment. Oh, you just better be ready, because if it ain't bolted down, I'm just going to fucking hit you with it. And you and then you fire back with, well, let's see if you can beat somebody with your bare hands. Well, let's see what you can do. Next show, what I do, I come out there, fucking choke somebody the fuck out, and you're like, well, shit, well, I am fucked up now. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Well, the idea of that
0: was, you know, you were this extreme hardcore person. You beat everybody with every type of weapon moving. and I'm like, you know, I literally just came off a big win against Dickens at one last stand, right? Ground and pounded, and actually knocked him out cold my, with my fist. So I thought the idea, the idea, I really got no, honestly, no, honest no, when you, if you watch Taz versus Sabu, you know, at Taz mm-hmm. W, he was known for just flexing and choking people out. He said his, his extreme weapons was his hands. And that was what I was trying to bring out. My extreme weapons would be my hands. See, I was wanting to put my fists in my hands against the weapons any day. That's what the whole, oh, yeah. you know, champion versus champion, we finally collided in dedication. And I felt like it worked. I mean, I, I love that. Oh, it worked. The only thing yeah. I heard about it, we couldn't capitalize on it because some people wanted to interfere and ruin the storyline yeah. idea. Of it, you know, but yeah, I felt like does a do work with it.
1: That was another perfect example. Let's take this great idea and shit on it. Yeah, like New Jack said, they just took the big drizzling shits on it.
0: Yeah. Who do you blame? Like, I blame. I hey, if he's listening, i blame the A management. You know. And I don't put myself in that scenario because, you know, Chris, you tell me if I'm wrong? If you're any world title pitcher, if you're the champion, you know, you got no say so what goes on in your match when, when they were title. Correct for Don't just dive your head. Tell that the truth. Was AWF rules. If you were the world champion, you did not have any say so within your matchup it was delivered or who you would drop the belt to next, to be honest. That's the guy on oh. That's why. I said, that's why, said, why is Jay winning the belt? This is this my Twitter storyline? You know, and he was like, "Well, I'm, I'm gonna win the bell. Because Jay tried to say, "Well, Twitter said I could win the belt. I'm gonna win the belt now." But I'm like, "Jay, your storyline comes in a year's time. Let Twitter have his run." You know, me, him supposed to have this freaking uh, you know, rematch here. You know, and yeah, have made sense dude. if I was
1: gonna drop the belt since it was a legit a, a straight wrestling match. What would have made sense and had a bigger impact is if you'd used a dirty tactic to beat me. Exactly. You hit me with something the refs back's turned or you, you know, grab the tights or hold the ropes or something. It'll made more of an impact. Wait a minute, this motherfucker was just talking shit last show and now look what he did.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: But oh no, we're gonna we're gonna make it about me. I'm so sick of people making it about them. Everybody you're supposed to be for the company. It ain't about you, you dumb motherfuckers. If it was about you, we wouldn't even have wrestling.
0: I've got Chris tickets over here doing the Daniel Bryan. Yes, chance.
1: Do it. Do it. Do it. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. I mean, I'm just like me and him.
1: Like this shit. Now I've got a, a show coming up next week, uh-huh. and, and we've already started out with the no. No sense making dumb fuck shit. I mean, absolutely no sense. We're go- we're gonna take the RWO that everybody knows, me and Pascal. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna do that. When we're gonna give you somebody else, and that's gonna be the new RWO.
0: The new RWO.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, batting down the hatches, shit's fixing to get all fucked up here.
0: Okay, what we got?
1: The new RWO. You're surely James Houston and Ray Taylor. What? Yes. If, if, if you'd have let me build it up between two shows, we could make it make sense and make it work. Have Pascal turn on me, throw the shirt in my face. Bam, there we go. We can make this work. But no, because now Pascal is supposedly part of dead reckoning over here in this company, we can't fucking do it this way. Okay, this, this is our changing? first show. How the fuck is this even making sense already? Wow. But but here's the kicker. This is it's so-and-so's uh, last show, last show. He's going to retire. Okay, then why the fuck is it a tag match? Answer me that.
0: No, that makes no sense either.
1: You're going to make the R.W.O. lose to this person in this last match. But here's the kicker. Wait for the punchline, because a comedian had to fucking wrote this shit. It's a lead up for the next show. I've heard that so many fucking times. If I had a fucking penny, I could be riding around in a fucking Bugatti. <laughs> Damn. I mean, Shit. It's going to lead up to the next show, but yet we don't want hardcore. We we got to keep it uh, PG. We got to keep it PG. Look at WWE's writing. What is PG doing? It is sitting in the fucking septic tank.
0: It is. It's killing the business.
1: Nobody wants to see that shit. Yes, you can, you can have an edge. You can have attitude to it. I'm not saying it's full blown another EC fucking W. That'll never happen again. No, that just ever at, done. Attitude Era is fucking done. This whole freaking PG era—we got to be kid-friendly. We got this po- political correctness bullshit, and has no place in professional wrestling or wrestling in general. Oh, you can't say that. You can. There's more fucking explicit language on a TV show on the Sci-Fi Channel. There you go. I watched a TV show the other night. I think I heard four different times the word "shit" used. I heard "goddamn." I mean, we hear "son of a bitch" on network television.
0: You know, before we continue, you might want to, when you begin this show, parents parental discretion advice for you with this show. (laughs) Quick, quick question here. No, no, I'm thinking about it. Was it true you actually – was you ever banned from a wrestling promotion for using vile language? Is that true? Yes. I yes. thought that was true. Yes. Or you were too brutal. You really – you brutalized your opponent. There's one kid in the front, yo, crying, gave him nightmares when he see James Houston, and he says, you can't beat people up no more, James. You're scaring off the kids. Is that true, too? That, the room was out. Yeah. Really, I was just...
1: uh, yeah, I hit a guy in the face with a cheese grater.
0: Oh, wow. I do remember that.
1: But but here's the kicker. There was no blood. No blood. But we can't have that type of aggression. Motherfucker, you just okayed it in the back.
0: Politics of wrestling. That will be the title of this one. Am I right? That is the truth, man.
1: More like politics killing professional wrestling.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, you, you're going, okay, so, yeah, do that in the back. That'll be great. It'll, it'll work wonderful. And then you get in the back and you shoot me the fuck out for it. I, makes I, I did what you told me to do. You're the booker. My job is to do what you tell me to do. I had that same incident happening on a company in Swainsboro. I will drop this guy's name because, You come at me this way, it it, it rubbed me the wrong fucking way. Okay. Mr. Chick motherfucking Donovan. It was a four-way extreme tag match. Booker says, just have at it, have fun. Y'all got 30 minutes. We were leading. We were semi-main. Okay, cool. This is what you want. Elimination style, We came down to me and my partner and another team. We're beating the shit out of each other, just what the Booker wanted. We get in the back, and the Booker's like, that was fucking great. Y'all did what I told you to do. And Chick- I, I sit down in my chair, in the RWO fucking chair. Chick Donald says, you're supposed to stand up when I'll come over here to talk to you. I said, well, sorry, I didn't realize you were walking over here. And he says, that was the sorriest-ass excuse I've seen for wrestling. You shouldn't even be in the fucking ring. Matter of fact, you shouldn't even be in this fucking locker room. I'm going, um, last time I checked, you're not the booker. He told me what the fuck he wanted. I did what he wanted me to do. Take it up with him, not me. You couldn't even do this. Is that a- I go, motherfucker! I'm out there doing shit you wouldn't even been able to do back in your prom. I don't see. I never saw, heard, or seen you do a fucking t bone suplex. So don't come at me with this shit. Damn. But yeah but yet, yeah, you give the guy props that did a fucking uh, headlock takedown two matches before, and all I did was I did the headlock takedown but so had the guy land on a chair and you told me that, that was fucking stupid? Maybe if you'd watched the end of that that uh, series of holds, you'd understood why the fuck I put him on the chair to begin with. It was a set up. It was a setting it up to a curb stop. It made sense. I didn't have to, you know, knock him down, go get a chair, drag it back over there and all this. No. Headlock takedown, he's already in position. Bam, Done. Yeah, dude. We go. We go. Get back to this. Uh, this issue with the tag match. It, I mean, it gets even more fucking bizarre. Okay. So we get into getting a discussion. Me, just me being me, you know how I am. I'm gonna cut up and screw with you. Right. They They go. They go. No weapons, Houston. This means no weapons. No fucking like shit. I know what the word no means, dumbass. So I start making jokes. I said, "Do we have to keep it?" Uh, you know, PG. Yes, we have to keep it PG. And no, you're not getting the mic. Fuck it. I'll scream at you. I don't give a shit. I mean, shit. If I can't say the word ass or some bitch or damn, kids hear that all the time. I mean, shit. If, if your kid doesn't hear that, I don't know what the fuck he's watching.
0: Yeah, you got a point there
1: I mean you can have an edge to your to your promotion without being ECW or CZW or something I'm not talking about you know chicks walking around flashing their freaking titties or something like that you've got to have something for the for the for the fans to actually hook into wow we're not seeing this anywhere else we might come back
0: yeah chris Dickinson and the daniel bryan yes chance again
1: a perfect example of a, uh, of a of a match was I'm going to drop two names cuz these two men deserve a standing ovation after this match Mr. Anthony Henry and Mr. Devin Wright after their street fight at March of Champions this past year holy shit Yeah I there was, was no blood
0: but that match
1: no blood but yeah, you had two guys that beat each other's ass all over that arena. It was very, very classic, almost a Jerry Lynn Rob Van Dam esque type street fight. I mean, you had two guys and they had a beef, and they fucking squashed it. You could do, you could do stuff like that. There's no blood, there was no language, but yet you want to frown on it because it's not kid friendly. A definition of kid friendly is fucking watching the Disney Channel. Monday Night Raw is not kid fucking friendly. I mean, it's like it's a contact sport. It's like football. People will get lit the fuck up but yet you want to sit here and tell me, no, you can't do this, and then somebody gets all fucking butt hurt and bent out of shape and leaves the conversation about it?
0: Makes no sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, shit. And then you're telling me, well, it's going to lead up to something. I've heard that so many times. Oh, it's going to lead up to something. It's going to lead up to something. What's it going to lead up to? Lead up to? A limp dick. That's what's going to happen. But yet the same people that are telling me what I can and cannot do and what I can't say and what they want, they're in the fucking main event. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it is, man.
1: You go take something that, you know, could be great and you're just going to shove it up your ass and shit it back out. I mean... You have, wrestling. All wrestling promotions have got to have some some type of edge to it. There's got to be some sort of, you know. My main complaint with with the with the big product right now is you've got such a great thing going, but you're gonna fuck. They're gonna fuck it up. I mean, we just we right now we have they have the Bullet Club in the WWE. They have all the ingredients there. I mean, this could be the NWO all over again. The original NWO. That's right, that's right. I mean you could they could do something with it. But they fuck it up just like everything else. I mean, it's stupid. The the whole politics, PG Eric and could just eat shit. I mean, it's, it makes you taking a sport that you know. My personal opinion on on the whole whole Undertaker thing. He never should have lost to Brock because he was the only legitimate guy they had left. Right. Yeah, you know, Brock's a beast. He's a bad motherfucker. But to me, the lead up to that match was weak. And the lead was weak. I mean, I enjoyed,
0: I enjoyed the match they had at SummerSlam that year, but, you know, Russell Manning was, yeah. I don't know, it was just like they just kind of went with it, you know. But it seemed like yeah. when they fought at SummerSlam, Undertaker had something to prove. He came out swinging at Brock. Brock day two. I mean, they went at it yeah. harder at that match. I personally enjoyed the match they had at SummerSlam. Yeah, I kind of agree with okay. you. Yeah, I'm a big Brock Lesnar fan myself, but, yeah, I didn't think the streak needed to end. You know, I mean, if they,
1: if they wanted somebody to beat the street, it should have been either a they should have had Shawn Michaels do it. Mr. WrestleMania. About to say that. But if they were going to do it, what they should have done was either a casket match or a buried alive match, and that be Taker's last match.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think Brock Lesnar. I kind of agree with, with Brock. I mean, I, I think he had the legitimate background, the capabilities of beating Brock Lesnar, and they got the crowd rationally on it with jaws dropping disbelief. But at the same time, he might have the legitimate background to beat him. But still, it didn't make it right, you know, for the tankers to, to lose the streak. I just, you know, um, unfortunately, records are maybe be broken, and that's what I just just went
1: Um. and and what'd they do with the storyline after that? The same thing I've been ranting nothing
0: nothing. it
1: it, it just played it it, it, it's like it just came to an end and that was it what's next what they could've done yeah Brock's on the high note he beat Taker just have him run rough shot be the champion and just fucking light everybody up Taker's in there there's not a there's nobody here that could beat me gone
0: yeah, you're right.
1: But oh no, we're going to do some more dumb fuck ideas. If if dumb fuck ideas were money, Vince McMahon would be a fucking billionaire. If I had money for every dumb fuck storyline I was in, I'd probably be a fucking millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shit. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna let you win, and then we're gonna make you look stupid at the next show and drop the belt. Then yeah, why the fuck did you let me win it to begin with?
0: Exactly, but they had no plan for it.
1: Yeah, yeah, we got this far, and now we don't know what to fucking do. Stupid, fucking stupid. I mean, it, it's ridiculous. You get and then you get guys in there that ain't their fucking ain't their fucking hot shit. Like that little guy that was talking shit on, doing his Facebook balls that I had to chop them off. There you go. Oh, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Really, you, you know what you're doing. Okay. He, I mean, hell, he backed out of the match, and then I talked more shit to talk him back into the match because he couldn't handle the fucking smack around it. I mean... No, he could talk about too, yeah. I mean you come in there like you're a legitimate badass. Okay, let's see what you got, kid. And I power bomb you so hard you bounce back up and then you look at me like nothing happened. Yeah, you're fixed to get some receipts.
0: <laughs>
1: you are fixing to get some fucking receipts.
0: Out uh, of curiosity, bro, how many receipts have you given over the years?
1: <laughs> a fucking lot. <laughs>
0: I remember saying it was the off. first time to tell you Twitter is the king of the receipts. That would be your legacy and rushing. Now after my second my third show, yes, yes what he says. He that will be your legacy. You'll be the king of the receipts. You brutalize so many people in the ring. Anybody <laughs> piss you off, they find just how much when the bell rung. You know. I mean it
1: was but what made it so bad is I would give you three or four, five, six chances in the ring, but if you kept doing something stupid, you were fixing to get lit up.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I would give people all the chances in the world. Like, I had a guy, he went to chop me, and he hit me in the throat. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll let that slide. But when you did it the third time, yeah, that's when I fucking tattooed your goddamn jaw.
0: Young straight. I mean, hey, really. i have been getting waiting my my uh, producer here. I kind of went over an hour in this uh, in this promotion. I mean, this show. But um, I, I do have a couple more questions I had to ask you real quick. Well, at the end of my, on my shows, I, I, I asked the to I'm, I'm going to give you a few names. You just tell me your first thoughts about them. All right? Oh, boy. And, got a modified
1: uh, version of the whole bag.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm going to go easy on your first one, everything. I'm here. Justin Chambers.
1: Not the guy. Good guy.
0: Outstanding. How about this one? He he got spirit in his face <laughs> over here. What about Kristen the Dwayne Dickens? The guy that Daniel e. Man called the legend.
1: <laughs> he he's all right for a little white dude. He eye. Right.
0: He's all right for a white
1: dude. <laughs> <laughs> for a little, little scrawny motherfucker, he all right. He's
0: what about birthday. what 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 about um mask spirit, you know, the man that didn't wear a mask
1: it depend on if it was that time of the month for <laughs> I me. Mean, I mean, I mean, it could be cool, but then sometimes it's just like, dude, what the fuck's wrong with you? Oh, I just broke a brain buckle. Oh I mean, my god, that was funny. I mean, seriously, do you need to go change a fucking tampon or something? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's my way, my trunk.
1: Uh, just quit being. I mean, sometimes he'd be cool, dude, and sometimes he's just a fucking cunt.
0: Damn. Um. Okay. Um. Major tonight. He,
1: oh, cool. He's all right. He 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 can be a stubborn motherfucker, but he all right. He all right.
0: Sweet, sweet.
1: He he t- he, he can be tough as nails too. So, I mean, I bit the oh. shit out of him one time.
0: All right.
1: What about um uh,
0: um? Uh, Billy Johnson?
1: He. Billy's like that retarded kid that you just gotta love
0: damn I like that he, too
1: I mean he, he, I, I can't say nothing bad about him cause he will he busted his ass to try to get live wire running I mean he busted his ass I got I, I mean I say that joking about the retarded kid I mean he's a good dude he, he busted his ass and he legitimately wanted to succeed and just got fucked over damn he, I mean, he had. The, oh. He, I mean, he still has the drive, but it just—he didn't catch a break.
0: What was your opinion on Oz Night?
1: At first, I thought he was a dickhead. Yeah. But he, but after spending some time with him, he—he he turned out all right. He, he has his moments, but everybody does.
0: Last but not least, I want you know, um people got mixed feelings about this guy, but I'm I'm gonna go out there, Brandon Parker.
1: Me and Brandon Parker butted heads so many times we should have been fucking on the same team on the offensive line.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, dude, I I'm gonna close out the show. You were my longest Great show one hour and eight minutes but dude man, it's been a pleasure talking to you man you know I hope to do it again to you soon I got a lot more I, stuff I, I to, hoping to talk you about I hope
1: you're going to call out another name because it was so I was sitting here going oh how am I going to word this one
0: <laughs> awesome dude well man thanks for being on my show dude and um, I'll get with you All next right. time alright All right, yeah, I'm Bill Blanchard you've been you listening to the shootout Then my sponsors Touch My Bass Productions and Christopher Dickens